so what do we do when that toxic person messes up our plans? I'm Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. You know, it should never surprise you. It shouldn't surprise me um, that at any time they can get involved and do something that would cause you or your plans to be disrupted, it shouldn't be a shock, should it? Well, sometimes it actually is. Now, I don't know why. You know, recently I made plans, and I don't mind talking about it. Um, I'm not talking bad about um, her. Uh, That's not what I'm doing. Um, I have no desire um, to do that specifically. I just want to talk about my experience, okay? So in case you were thinking this was a negative, um, you know, podcast, it's actually not because it told a lot about me, okay? You know, when um, I went up to Chicago last weekend, my son graduated and I am very proud of him. And we, for the past three weeks before the and you know had plans um he did not want to see his mom he was not excited that she was coming he um he said thank you dad for making these plans so that it basically plans her out of the schedule so that we could do our thing now you know your son graduating from college is a big thing and so i had high expectations i had desires um i wanted to be there uh you know when he finished up and um i wanted to uh be with him afterwards uh, celebration dinner and so forth okay well needless to say i think you've already got it figured out none of that happened you know um my son who is a wonderful young man um i, I you know i just can't speak enough um to you uh, single mom, single dads that are dealing with uh, this kind of stuff that the ex has a tendency to mess up plans, okay? What I've learned is, and this is what I'm going to teach you or, or, or talk about today, is what I have learned in my experience, what I should have done, what I shouldn't have done, because there's plenty on both sides, okay? Um, so I had plans and and a matter of fact, even the night before when I got into Chicago, I had a good time with my son and we talked about tomorrow's plans and what we're going to do and we're going to pack them up and so forth. Okay. Well, um, guess what? Virtually none of that happened. Okay. Now we can look at some of it. I can look at some of it and say, you know, where, um, some things I could blame myself and maybe rightfully so. But I could also say that with having expectations of someone crazy acting crazy, that is the way it should be in a sense, okay? Um, So I should actually see things coming. You know, I said it out loud, she's going to ruin something. When I found out that she was coming to the graduation, it's just someone... I'm not excited about seeing. Am I angry? No. Am I am I unforgiving? Not at all. But 
when you go through levels of toxicity with someone, there's a lot of things you don't want to deal with. And one thing dealing with is just having any kind of interaction. Chicago's a big city, but I booked a hotel and somehow she found out and booked the same place. I had plans for a dinner in Chicago restaurant. Neither one of us have ever been there. I mean, not to my knowledge, at least not together. So it wasn't like anywhere special that, but guess what? She planned and reserved a, a place, the same place that I did. Hmm. You know, I was ticked and every time I walked in and out of the hotel, I looked around, I looked back and forth because you got to remember if there's not fear, okay? On my side of the, the thing is, you know, I could personally pick up the person and throw her, <laughs> you know? She's not a physical threat to me. So physically, some of you females might have a right to be physically afraid. Oh, I'm not physically afraid, but yet there's still that like, dread total throw up dread of actually coming in contact with the person now you could say well joel haven't you gotten over that i mean gosh you left in 2017 and we're we're going on we're going on five years well if if it were a person that was just a pain in the butt person if it were the person was someone that you know they went and they cheated on you or they decided they wanted to do something different you know there, there's pain involved i guess with seeing the person but when that person's crazy and you know that any interaction with that person it's just going to be drama and nonsense you don't want to see them you know it's 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 hard to explain to someone that has not been in one of these situations. You might be a female, not afraid of him physically, but just running into the person. And I will go on to levels of saying this, that I know there's witchcraft involved. There's demonic spirits involved. Not a doubt in my mind. If, if you want to contest me on that, I mean, and again, I'm not going to argue with anybody on it, but if you want to contest me on that, challenge me on it write me e email me right on my facebook um and and i will give you reasons why that i believe why i believe okay and it, it's not to put the other person down not not at all but it's just to help bring understanding that anytime you have interaction with these people um, there's levels of frustration, levels of depression, levels of, uh, you know, confusion. Just name it. I purposely looked around, made sure I didn't see her different places. Of course, I saw her coming, even walking down the street. But my son and I were to make a very sharp right turn to avoid the interaction. I'm talking about my younger son. Um... And, you know, I, I watched him. I, I watched him in turmoil on the way there um, to Chicago to drive in a uh, four and a half hour trip. He was in turmoil. He was kind of a jerk. Um, I'll be honest with you. He was not the most pleasant person. 
um, during the whole experience. And then I remember him saying we were up in the balcony and uh, looking down, he's like, oh, there's, I see where mom's sitting. I'm like, okay, great. I don't care. I said, just tell me what she's wearing so that when, when I get out of here, I will know um, to kind of have a heads up because I don't want to run into her. Um, I want to run into her like I want to run into I somebody with the somebody with uh, the coronavirus. I mean, that, seriously, that's how I feel about it. I'm not afraid of it. It's just annoying. And anything that's on her will try to get on everybody else around her. Okay. Um, so while I was there and during the whole graduation, I'm texting my son. Then all of a sudden I get a text from him where he had gotten a text from his mom and he, uh, you know, uh, decided that he was going to throw away our plans. Now, I'm not talking bad about my son. I can't imagine being in his shoes. I can't imagine feeling what he felt because he had put some very strong boundaries with her and and he had many times blocked her. Now, that was his own choice. He's an adult. He's almost 23 years old. You know, but he has a right to see or talk or anything to his mom. I can't control that. I never did try to control that. But when I found out he was willing to throw away all plans, all activities for the afternoon with me, let me tell you something. That hurt. It hurt to levels that I didn't know that it could possibly hurt. I was mad. Um, I rarely get really angry. And inside, I was mad. I was mad. And um, why was I mad? Because I cared. Because I care about my son, the well-being of my son. I cared that the pain that hurt that he ditched me for her is how it felt like. You know, to him, he just said, oh, I was just making plans. Or just, you know, she flew in and whatever. And whatever her <laughs> excuses were, whatever her, you know, he bought it. He bought it. He hadn't spoken to her in a year, close to a year. And so what made him choose her at that moment over me? You know, I've never went through this as a child, so I can't, I can't offer you help from a child's perspective. Now, my son didn't intentionally hurt me. I think he would be very, um, you know, bothered by if he knew how much it hurt me. Did I express it to him? Yes, I did. Um, you know, and I think that whatever in his head and whatever his decisions were, it made sense to him because to me, if you ask me, he was under a spell. I mean, you know, because so these people are very persuasive, okay? Um, and, you know, the tugging on the heartstrings of a kid about their mom, you know, whatever, okay. It's sad. It, it really is. I didn't mean to be dismissive about that. I can't imagine. I don't have that. I, I have a mom and dad that's still married that I can drive right now to their house if I want. They've been married for, you know, 60 years. 
60 years. Well, just about. This December, it'll be 60 years since my parents have been married. They've never been separated. Oh, we've had our problems. They've had their problems. But I've never experienced that. So I can't really say, you know, if I would have done better if I was my son. But I will say this, that my son was, my, my younger son, who is under my care and under, uh, you know, the ability to, I do not have to let her see him. And he was all over the place while we were there. I even, I will have to confess, I let him do some more things, uh, buy some more things and do things like that just to kind of, I thought, well, you know, kind of cover up on that. I, I mean, not, I'm not saying it's a good idea, just something that I felt bad. So I, hey, you want that? Whatever. Okay, you can have it. You know, I don't have, I've never been through this in my life and many of you haven't until you are in the middle of it now um there'll be another graduation coming up my son my youngest son a couple years he'll be graduating will she be there i don't know i can't stop that um will she be there would one of my children get married i had one son already married my oldest children will be born will she show up well she'll show up if she knows about it and if she knows that she can cause trouble now she has that prerogative to do that unhealthy people have the ability to do unhealthy things uh good or bad we live in a free i mean of course it's good (laughs) good or bad we live in a free country i started to say it is a good thing and unfortunately, there's certain rights that she has. Even if they're completely unwelcomed and even when there's pushback, a lot of times they will still find themselves involved. Now, again, nothing I can control. So what am I here? What is the, what is the thrust of all of this? It's this. Expect them at all times to try to do whatever it takes to put a wedge between you and the kids, to put this, you know, to put um, confusion in the whole thing, to cause division because that's who they are. That's their DNA characteristic character makeup. Um, so, I should have, which I did say it, somehow she's going to find a way to ruin all of this. But part of me thought, nah, you know what? My son's strong enough. He will stand up to it. Because I had built in a half an hour to 45 minutes afterwards for him to have a conversation with her. I thought, knowing my son, he'll probably want to talk to her. Because he respects his mom and the position. But he's an adult, and where did he live between college and 
During all of the chaos, he lived 100% with me, having nothing to do with her. So you think that you feel like, well, hey, the loyalty of their, you know, is, is not going to be a problem. And then until it was, and then all of a sudden you're shocked, you're hurt. I cried. I cried hard. But you know what? After everything is done and, and everything's over with, you know, I realize that I can't control anything but myself. I, I can't control anyone. I can, I can really persuade my 16-year-old. I can make him wish he would have done things, but I, I can't control him. I certainly can't control my two adult children. So my one adult, my middle son, adult son, made a decision. I think it was a terrible decision. That's my opinion. And I am not him, but I watched it affect him. Now, he can't see it. He can't realize that when you're around her, you can't help from getting a stench on you. Uh, an attitude or a um, something on you now now he's probably going to deny that he <laughs> that he ever had that but I'm telling you sitting across from him he changed some now not permanently but in that moment after being with her for over two hours at a dinner experience he changed that's what witchcraft does gets in your mind and it twists and it turns and and um, next thing you know uh, you know, you don't even know why you think what you think. You don't even know why you say things that you say. You don't even know why you feel the things that you feel. You don't even know why you're depressed. You don't even know why. It's because of PTSD. It's because of, uh, you know, words that, you know, when someone tells you that they love you and care, but yet did nothing to show that, oh, that's messed up. You know, you could have someone that, tells me you know an average person in my family says hey joel i love you or let's say a friend here on facebook says joel man i love you brother I say thank you thank you very much but you know if you do something really hurtful harmful to me and uh you've lied to me you've cheated uh you've done all kinds of things and then you turn around and say you love me well there's a twist on that because you're the number one you're thinking why are you saying that you're lying there's no way. But as a child, he wants the love and adoration of his mom. How messed up is that? That a person can play on that. It's like blood in the water. It wasn't wrong for my son to want that. Shoot, every child wants the love of their mother and their father. Without realizing the words out of their mouth, the little things that they're doing right then and there, that's not love. It's only self-love. It's love of what they can get out of the experience, not what they can give to the experience. If she wanted to give to the experience, she would have said, hey, you had some plans with your dad, and you know what? Go ahead and go out to eat with him. Do whatever you want to do. Then, if, if there's a way I can build in some time to spend some time with you, wonderful. I'd love to do that. Oh, no. That's not how it works. They step in. They step on toes. They do whatever. But you know the problem, we already know, is that. But really the problem in the whole thing at that time was me. Because I 
expected something different. And I didn't expect that she would act. I I figured I'd see the flopping of the hair, you know, the flipping or and the, and the what whatever. I just didn't pay attention to her. I didn't look at her. Didn't see her. Didn't even. I don't even fight. The closest I ever came to her was more than fifty yards, if that. So, but as my son and I, the younger one, were on the streets and we made a quick turn to the right to avoid her, which I don't think that she saw us because she probably would have chased us. Yeah, that's what she would have done. But as soon as we made that right turn and we were in the clear, my son, my younger son, skipped. Yes, all six foot, six foot one, 16 year old was skipping on the sidewalk of Chicago. Oh, his steps were lighter. He was singing. He was like, I don't have to deal with her anymore. It was very evident. He literally changed his complete attitude and demeanor from there on out. Because he knew pretty soon we were getting in the car and we were leaving Chicago. All of that inner turmoil, tension, obligation, everything was released at that moment. It was a beautiful thing for my son, for me to see, to see my son. But you know what? There was a lot of cooling down that I had to do. And you know, I've done a lot of self-reflection. I immediately didn't get on the microphone because I don't want to speak in the flesh. I, I, I don't. I'm here to help you, not to sit there and be a sounding board for people that I don't like or that I think is crazy. All the political stage does that all the time. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just saying, shoot, you get that all the time. You get how bad President Trump was. And then you get how bad President Biden, you know. And I've got my opinions. I'm strong on my side of things. I see good versus evil. I don't know how you can't. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, did I grow in this? Did I learn something from this? The answer is yes. I learned a lot. Now, I hope I learned it for life and that I can help convey and help others through it. Expect the witchcraft to happen. Fight for it. And you know what? It was okay for me to get angry. Maybe not the level of anger that I felt inside. I didn't do anything. You know, it's not like I went off on anybody, did anything. I mean, you know, yeah, yes, I was very hot on the inside. I couldn't eat. I couldn't anything. Driving away from Chicago, I cried. I didn't cry once. I cried a few times. Came home. Woke up the next morning. Yep, cried. It's because I love my son. Is that the end of everything with my son? Not at all. But I thought, I thought he was so strong. I thought that he could put up with that. I didn't realize that brokenness is still there. But guess what? Just like a shark in the water, if you've got a cut and it's an open wound, 
Yeah, they're going to smell that a long ways away. And you know, if you're on the dating scene, same thing. If you're hurting, you're bleeding. Toxic people pick up on broken people. People that are bleeding. Oh, that they could help you? Nah, not at all. That's, that's the deception. It's so that they can take advantage of you in your hurt. That's exactly what I saw on full display this past weekend. But you know what? For me, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn some things. I'm going to have a lot of takeaways. Some of them are personal. Some of them, I have to say, you know, I built that up way too much in my head. Didn't happen. All the energy and time and all that spent to have that good afternoon ah well it's all gone now but but yesterday's the past and i can't live in the past i can't get worried and be anxious about tomorrow Ah, we just have today so today i'm telling you if something like that happened again Oh, I still wouldn't be happy about things. But I can say, you know, the only person that I can control is myself. My expectations need to stop where I end, especially when they're an adult. But you know, I love my son. I love all three of my sons. I will forever love them. And I stated how it made me feel. Did he understand it? Did he? Not as of yet that I know of. But that's okay. I want you to know that you're okay. And just because one of your kids choose in a moment or something like that, or they do something, don't worry about it. You say, well, Joel, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I trust me. You don't get much of a crazier story than me. I get it on levels that you can't comprehend that I get it. And it's never gonna make me happy when things like that happen. But in spite of it the next time, I can still not lose my joy in this situation. Because it was hard for me to make the best of it um, for a while. And for the next few days, I felt pretty down. But I'm doing good now. And I'm watching the Lord redeem and restore. Um, Just had good connection with um, my oldest son as he came from Washington, D.C., getting ready to leave out of the country with the military. And uh, I always have my 16-year-old here. I've got it so good. When you compare what we were in, we've got it so good. I want you to stop and just be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful for the moments. Be thankful for today. 
Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. Live this wonderful day that we call today. Enjoy it. Enjoy it to your, um, you know, to the fullest as much as you can because you will never regret living in today. I promise. Till next time, let's overcome evil with good.